Welcome to My Heart Songs Podcast number 207, When Too Much Is Not Enough. Voltaire once remarked, Life is a shipwreck, but we must remember to sing in the lifeboats. Just about 8 billion of us now. According to the New York Times, countries that represent only 12% of the world's population account for 50% of the emissions that have warmed the planet over the last two centuries. The world's richest 1%, that includes you and me, produced double the CO2 emissions of the world's poorest 3 billion. Everyone else in the U.S. has a gigantic footprint, too, relative to their human relatives in China, India, and Europe. Even the poorest 10% of Americans, those making 2500 a year on average, produce more carbon as everyone in India except India's richest 10%. We get a very bad grade in terms of emissions per capita. When we think about climate change, we tend to focus on emissions, yet two other destructive tendencies are often travel companions on our collective road to hell, loss of species and plastics. Roughly 190 nations hoping to address a dangerous decline in biodiversity recently agreed to preserve 30% of the planet's land and seas. A very diverse group of researchers have predicted that a million plants and animals are at risk of extinction, many within decades. Penguin die-offs in western Antarctica, an 80% decline in orangutans on Borneo due to the deforestation to produce palm oil, disappearing fish species on the Nile due to a new dam. Many ancient redwoods and a million Joshua trees perished in the 2020 California fires. There's been a two-thirds reduction in the size of the Great Salt Lake, and it is on track to disappear within five years. Fires, floods, droughts, and hurricanes, oh my, we're off to see the wizard, the wonderful Wizard of Oz. There are still just too many of us, despite Gaia's COVID attempt to whittle down our numbers. Agriculture, overfishing, hunting, mining, logging, pollution, and invasive species— Every resource-intensive human endeavor contributes to this unfolding catastrophe. Biodiversity is what supports the ecosystems that provide us with water and food. From bacteria to bears, bees to buffaloes, each play a role in its ecosystem. Our constant consuming lives just keep knocking nature out of balance. We've, we've heard the solutions before, public transport, walkable neighborhoods with flourishing gardens, heat pumps, and better insulated buildings, using more electricity from solar and wind, and less gas, oil, and coal. Many of us are consciously engaged in doing our part, recycling, even though that seems sometimes seems to be a mess, watching our energy usage in terms of turning lights off, efficient appliances, solar if possible, and taming the transportation beast, perhaps less travel in general, with the occasional protest or scream in our policymakers' event. One of the best things an individual can do, besides expanding and intensifying that laundry list, is to plant a tree. Visualize the mighty oak, large and long-lived, which actually supports more life forms than any other genus. From birds to squirrels to bears, insects large and small, oaks provide essential survival in the form of protection and food. An oak can amazingly provide 3 million acorns in its lifetime, literally tons of protein, fat, and carbos. 
Apparently, 75% of food for bird and insects comes from a few key genera with oaks at the top of this auspicious list, not to mention enriching the soil through dropping thousands of leaves in a season. From a New York Times article, I learned that the ancestors of oaks and blue jays evolved together about 60 million years ago, with the birds carrying acorns far from the parent tree to create their own food stash. And I like to connect the dots to two other solutions, both of which in hidden ways contribute to preserving habitat. Waste less food. I hate that horrible statistic that a third of U.S. food production goes uneaten. Use products for longer and reuse materials. Remember, this is the flea market king speaking to you. Buying less stuff and wasting less food puts less pressure on claiming, destroying even more natural habitats. I guess a key question is this. Is it possible to reduce emissions and preserve biodiversity yet maintain our lovable creature comforts? Dr. Anne Christian Duhame offers these insights. Quote, Our brain designed evolved primarily for short-term decision-making, focused on circumstances related to immediate tangible survival. I do this action and I get food. Climate change is difficult because it is longer term rather than immediate. It's difficult to perceive directly. We didn't need to evolve carbon dioxide sensors for survival. The results of our pro-environmental actions remain largely invisible. Additionally, the things that cause climate change are rewarding. Fossil fuels have made our lives easier in many ways. They've also made many people wealthy. Close quote. How might we stimulate the reward neural decision-making system in the brain to reinforce changes that are good for the planet? No regret strategies for climate change initiatives popular in Europe ask us to do whatever we can now in a precautionary sense with the aim of responding to possible negative impacts before they intensify. Social reward programs and eco-teams in Europe are leading the way in terms of green job creation and sustainable growth initiatives. Good news buoys our own commitments. Again, some New York Times stats. In Europe, wind and solar accounted for 22% of energy ge- electricity generation last year, overtaking for the first time the share of gas, 20%, and coal, 16%. Globally, renewable energy installations grew by 25% in 2022, and nearly 15% of all new car sales globally were electric, compared to 3% of all new car sales in 2019. So there is some progress. In some ways, it seems to me that the climate challenges interwoven with the social justice issues calls for an evolutionary spirituality. We are the gods we once assumed lived in the heavens. In New Age terms, we are the ones we've been waiting for. A primate quantum leap wherein our collective social justice awareness keeps pace with technomagic achievements. What really supports learning, the evolution of life towards greater consciousness, transformative movement towards social justice, and communal well-being? A question worth contemplating. Thanks, as always, for listening. And remember, friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.